Phil Moss is on the line. Mossy, good morning. Good morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Hey, Mossy, Kevin Musket, he's won the, the J-League in Japan. How good's that? Oh, it's brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. And uh, <clears throat> look, it probably doesn't get the uh, the attention that it deserves over here, but the J-League is a top competition. Because Ange hard. won the, the, the J-League when he was and, out for Celtic, right. didn't Ange, he? Ange uh, created history with Yokohama, won it three years ago. Then he moved on to Celtic. Musky took over. Um, and he's gone and won it. He finished second in his first season last year, um, had half a season to, to do that, which was fantastic because uh, you know a few players left, obviously. And then in the off-season, um, a fairly big overhaul of the dressing room, including losing their top goal scorer, Dazen Mayada, to, uh, to Celtic, who, who went and rejoined Ange. So when you lose your top goal scorer, you've got to replace uh, him with uh, with a decent striker. He did that, and they've uh, they've won it on the last day of the season. I spoke briefly to Muskie last night over text. Um, he's, his words to me were, "It's still sinking in, Mossy," yeah. um, and I don't blame him for that. It's uh, it would be surreal. Mossy EPL ten man Man City. They left it late. They certainly did, and it was that man Harland. You'll be not surprised there, Bulldog. That he's came off the bench to. Uh, to score the penalty, and it went under the Fulham goalkeeper, so nervy, uh, nervy penalty. But um, yeah, hit with such force that um, that it was always looking like nestling in the bottom right corner of the Fulham net. And um, wild scenes took his shirt off, ran to towards the crowd and the bench. And um, you know, that's in, in the manner in which they won it. Um, it's a it's a big three points because um, they had Cancelo sent off in the 26th minute, so they were down to 10 men for over an hour. Yeah. Um, so in the end, you'll take those three points and uh, Harlan just continues to score goals. He's a goal-scoring machine. Bournemouth led 3-1 at Ellen Row, but Leeds, they weren't out of the picture just yet, Mossy. Great oh, fight, this, this was a classic. I thought you might pay some attention to this <laughs> one, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, seven goals. Um, such a seesawing game. Um, and Leeds were down 3-1 to Bournemouth at home. And then 60th, 68th and 84th minute, bang, bang, bang. Thank you very much. We'll take the three points. And uh, it was a, I don't want to call it, not a defining moment, but you could just see the the, the energy mm. uh, in Jesse Marsh on the sideline and, and the players. Um, you know, it's, it's all due respect to Bournemouth. It's Bournemouth. It's not against a Man City or, or you know, or an Arsenal. But um, the, fact, the, the way in which they... Um, Stared down defeat at 3-1 down and then found a way to come back and win the game, I think will be a, a massive fillip um, for, for Leeds and their fans. Mossy back home, A-League men. Mariners stunned the Western Sydney Warriors out there at Combank. They did, right? Uh, Bulldog, sorry. This this was a massive win for, for the Mariners. You remember last week they were 2-0 down at home to Western United. Western United had a man sent off, Nikolai Topo Stanley, and the Mariners stormed home in the second half to win 4-2. Um, and then they've carried that form on last night at uh, at Combank. Western Sydney were flying, really. They were the stingiest defence in the league, and the Mariners have gone uh, there and scored three. Um, they look so ominous, and uh, and again, Qual uh, coming off the bench, making a big difference. Um, Cummings didn't score, but uh, but he did everything but. Um, so it was just one of those nights, as he said, he left his shooting boots at home, but he was still integral to the Mariners' performance. And Mark, Marco Rudan, what a uh, some fantastic vision for fans after the game in the dressing room. He mm. was letting his players have it with all barrels. So uh, whoever that. they've got okay. next week, I think it's a derby next week. So um, you can expect them to come out breathing fire. Oh, I missed that. So do you just let go? Did just really give it to his players? And what, what, what did you do, Mossy, when your team didn't? 
perform to your expectations or put at least the effort in that you want? Well, you've got to pick and choose your time, Ray. If you if you rant and rave every time you lose a game, um, it, it goes in one ear and out the other. So uh, you certainly got to pick and choose when you uh, when you have a bit of a rant. But um, you know, if if you weren't happy with the performance, if all the work on the training pitch uh, during the week in the lead up to the game went out the window on game day, um, then you've got to let the players know it because um, it's not good enough. You, you know, you turn up for work every day, you come up with a game plan, you, you, you practice executing it. And if it doesn't happen on game day through a lack of discipline or or focus, um, that's when you let the players have it. If it's if it's bad luck on the day and they've done everything that they can, sometimes you just got to put your hand up and say we're beaten by a better side. But yeah. um, what, what what do you think the coaches of Newcastle Jets and Perth Grew would have said post their <laughs> their games? <laughs> Was it lack of effort or just beaten by better football teams? Well, they were both beaten 4-0. Yeah. Um, you know, Melbourne Victory beat the Jets 4-0. Uh, Melbourne City beat Perth 4-0. Um, look, I think, and again, with all due respect to Perth, I think Melbourne City were just the better side um, and, and you know, on paper and on the pitch. Um, but with Melbourne Victory, that, that was a, a really important result for Tony Popovich and his players because they haven't been getting the just uh, desserts of their performances, and they did against Newcastle. Newcastle were a good side. Mm. Um, they weren't on them the night, and I think Arthur Pappas would have let his players know that because they really didn't threaten Melbourne victory at all. What do we expect today, Mossy, when Sydney FC travel to Brisbane? Tough place to go, Bulldog. Um, Brisbane, they're not at um, Suncorp. Um, they're uh, out in the suburbs um, at a smaller boutique venue. Um, and look, it's, uh, I think Sydney will go there and get the points. I think they'll have too much. Uh, still, defence is, uh, is the concern, but they've signed Adrian Vlastelica, who was the Sydney United 58 captain and defender during that Australia Cup run all the way to the final. Um, and he's, a, he's an established defender at NPL level. Um, it's a step up to the A-League, of course, but he's there as injury replacement for Alex Wilkinson. Um, who I think will be out until the new year, 27-year-old. So that just gives Steve Corrector another option. Um, but young Aaron Gerd is doing pretty well. But, uh, you know, Rodwell and Wilkinson watching from the sidelines is not what Sydney FC fans uh, want. Mm, yeah, come on, Sydney FC. Hey, Mossy, just quickly, our talk topic today is all about punting stories. Can you help the punters in us have a bit of a win with Mossy's multi? I can, and, and my punting history all started when I was 18. The day after I turned 18, Ray went into a TAB and uh, backed the wrong horse, and it came in paying 100 to 1. Uh, I had $10 on the nose, so $1,000. Thank you very much, and well off done. I go on my punting career. Um, Arsenal into West Ham into Sydney FC. Arsenal, play, they take on Chelsea, so they're away. So Arsenal into West Ham, they're, they're home against Crystal Palace. And what was the third one, sorry, Mossy? Sydney FC Sydney, to beat oh, yeah. Brisbane, so EPL into A-League. Terrific. Hey, Mossy, appreciate it as always on a Sunday morning. We'll talk next week. Good on you guys. Take care. Have a great day.